Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Two, one, and we're back. And Julie Harris, it is September the 8th, and I have good news for you. You do? What's that? Seven days until our 30th wedding I anniversary. Know. Yes, and we're going to have a lovely dinner here in Puerto Rico. Hey, hold on. Why is it when I was telling you that you look surprised? Did you forget our <laughs> no, anniversary? I was surprised that that was your surprise. You're, that's kind of an insult. You were no, surprised no, 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 I, that, that I was looking forward to our anniversary. No, 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 no. You usually surprise me with some kind of like we have... 50 billion listeners or something like that. Oh, it's usually no. a business thing. So. No, I'm pretty, I mean, that's yeah. pretty, you know, that's mega, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's that's incredible. I was talking Huge. to a couple of people about that uh, today and it's like, you know, 29 years was great. 25 years was great. It was sure. 30 years. I don't know. It feels kind of weird. It is a little weird. We've been married longer <laughs> than some of our listeners have been alive. <laughs> so, but yeah. mostly that's good. You and I talk all the time about, um, you know, we'll notice something and we'll say, well, we know that because we have some experience at this point in our lives, you know, we shouldn't be surprised by that. We've been at this for a while. So, yeah, happy anniversary. Yeah, you too. Well, almost, right? But I was talking, like, with Trevor in our team today, and I was asking him about, like, you know, doing a little promotion or doing some sort of little celebratory marketing, you know, thing around our anniversary. Mm -hmm. And he was, like, asking for my input on it, like he didn't know what the heck I was talking about. And I said, well, let me ask you, what does it mean to to you when you hear somebody that – when you you meet somebody that's been married for for 30 years? What is it – what are the thoughts that pop into your head – and he started rattling off all these really, you know, uh, you know thoughts that he had, these random mm-hmm. sort of thoughts. But it is kind of fascinating, too, if you think about it, because if you've been married for 30 years or even, hell, 10 years, really, mm-hmm. five years, 12 months, if you're married, sure. let's just be yeah. honest here, right? I mean, you are basically pledging to a, making a long-term commitment, um, you know, just like the marital, marital vows say. And mm-hmm. it's going to be something that's going to have a lot of ups and downs and be a lot of work. It's going to be... A partnership, and our partnership has been complex because we obviously are best friends. We're mm-hmm. married. Mm-hmm. Um, we're the uh, you know parents to a beautiful little girl. We have our business. We've been Businesses connected professionally and personally in a multitude of ways. And to do that for 30 years is a huge accomplishment. I agree, especially yeah. to do that through different stages of your life. You know, it's yeah. how you think about everything changes, you know, from the time you're 20 to even the time you're 30. And certainly by the time you're, you know, our rickety ages. Oh, we're not rickety. <laughs> I know. I'm but, you know, the, the fact is. But it is, does change how your outlook is. It does change, but it, you don't change, really. Right. You're not that different from the person that I married almost 30 years ago, and neither am I. No. I mean, the fundamental core attributes and aspects are there, you know. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so there it is. I didn't mean to have yeah. that be at the start of our podcast, but so it we is. we may have something having to do with that coming up. You and Trevor were talking about. Oh, something right. Rather. So we're going to, well, he's going to create a little, you know, something celebratory thing because it also, our marriage and our, uh, you know, long-term, our business has been essentially parallel. We've been in real estate, the real estate business almost as long as we've been married. That's true. You know, so it's kind of interesting for me to think about, you know, talking with Trevor, who is our marketing genius. And I look at, like, I'm talking with him about this little celebratory post and whatnot he's going to do. Um, but it is fascinating to see how much the business has in our uh, our personal lives is paralleled to each other. Mm-hmm. 
Definitely. You know, it's kind of incredible. And that's one of the gifts you get as an entrepreneur, whether you're working mm-hmm. with your spouse or you have a partner or whatever, is the fact that you, it, to make your, you know, it, to make a business work at a high level requires such a level of commitment uh, for a mm-hmm. long period of time. Because true. Julie and I have been in business together uh, for over 25 years and, you know, selling real estate. And we had a couple of businesses before we got into real estate. But if you think about the amount of commitment it makes to the business to keep a business successful and growing every year for that long period of time it's extraordinary uh, because there's so many changes that you have to deal with constantly Constantly. and you and i when we were on our walk this morning Mm -hmm. we were talking about all the changes that we've seen just in the past effectively like 15 years Mm -hmm. and you know pandemics and real estate crashes and wars and all those things aside there's been so many different things that have changed uh, with regards to business in general, how business is done, how consumers expect expect to be dealt with, but even on a more tactical perspective, which is what I was talking to Trevor about, how many different things have changed in just the last 24 to 36 months about uh, how to generate leads, how to generate sales, how to generate interest in what you have to say, how everything's gotten really noisy and how to differentiate yourself in the marketplace. And what he and I kind of came to this uh, you know epiphany at the same point is that the, uh, the skill set that we teach is, uh, as part of our coaching program to be a proactively generated, pre-qualify, actually picking up the phone and having real conversations, things like that. Mm-hmm. It's more relevant now than it's ever been because of all the changes that are taking place so quick. People are gravitating towards people, uh, uh, not digital versions of themselves, but actual mm-hmm. conversations. They want to talk with people. Sure. They don't want to have – when they uh, fill out a form if you call, on your website or whatever, if you call them back, that's going to be a 1,000x more effective than if you just have put them in some sort of digital funnel. The digital funnels and all those things certainly have their value, but they're never as good as uh, – your willingness to pick up the phone. And that goes, and that's going to be more true going forward. And so it's fascinating to me, in the time you and I have been in business, how there's been all these trends that have come and gone in the real estate space, really in, in business, really. Sure. There's trends that come and go in business, and there's, uh, but everything seems to be gravitating towards, or rather the leading edge of what's new is kind of what's old. <laughs> and that's what's fascinating to me. And I've never, I have not, I wouldn't have predicted it would happen like it is happening, but we're seeing a convergence of online and offline. But what we aren't seeing are people that have the offline skill set. So just because they have the online skill set, they can create funnels and all the rest sure. of it. They don't have the ability to actually uh, have real meaningful conversations, sales-focused conversations offline. Mm-hmm. But the, those that. those who have both sides of the, uh, mm-hmm. of the nickel, those are the ones that are winning. Yes, those are the ones that have the most versatility, the highest level of ability to help different people in different situations. And I would agree with you because I don't know what percent, but it's got to be 70 to 80% of our coaching questions center in some way around communication. Yep. And whether that's give me a script for this or how do I approach a seller about that or how to deal with conflict, that's a big one, which you know negotiating happens at lots of different points in a transaction. So, yeah, I would agree with you that there is a big difference between being able to, you know, type a, a email or a Twitter or a Facebook comment versus dealing with real situations with people who expect you to be the solution to their real estate challenge or problem. Well, it's sort of like the sizzle versus the steak, right? Mm-hmm. And so what a lot of people are being trained to is just have the sizzle, but there's no steak. There's no there yeah. there. They're, as we used to say when we lived in Texas, right? Tall hat, no cattle. Well, and, and you can get away with that easier, much easier online, but that is always revealed when you have a voice-to-voice conversation, whether that's in person right. or on the phone. People 
absolutely can detect that. And that's something that you can't, unfortunately, it's, you just said it and I can't say it more concisely, right? The, the, there's a, a certain je ne sais quoi or a certain quality that uh, someone who has actually taken the time to learn skills to be a basically a proactive lead generator. In other words, someone who's learned how to have high-level conversations, which is what a coaching program, what our coaching program teaches you to do. Someone who's actually learned how to sell. And all selling is is basically solving other pe- helping other people, your, com- your potential clients, identify what their problems are, and then showing solutions to their problems. Through That's, asking questions, right. listening to the answers, and providing that solution. Exactly. And, and a lot of people think that they can skip, or I don't think they think they can skip the step. I don't think that they know this, that step is necessary, especially mm-hmm. the younger generation. Yeah. They think that they can market their way into success. They don't realize that there's a gap. So mm-hmm. you might be able to generate interest in what you have to sell. It doesn't matter if it's real estate or just some sort of, you know, other product. But if you don't, if you're not, if you don't have the ability now, mostly, you know, real estate's a service, right? And you, part of a service is whether they want to do service with you. Mm-hmm. And so if you don't have an ability to take that lead, whether it's a bot lead or it, let's just say it's a bot lead, if you can't effectively convert that lead into a customer, you've just wasted your money. And your time. And your time. And mm-hmm. that's the reason that when a lot of people get into this business, there's an unprecedented number of agents getting into real estate right now. That means that 24 months from now, there's going to be an unprecedented number of agents failing in this business. The, uh, you know, the roadkill rate in real estate is like 90 plus percent after 24 months. And it's even higher after five years. It's staggering how many people fail out of this business. And I think the reason, in my opinion, the reason they fail out of this business is because they might be able to buy leads, but they they don't know what to do once they have the lead. They don't know, unless the lead is a, like their sister or their brother, or somebody's going to be completely, you know, yeah. put it, Well, that. it's worse than that because they don't know uh, inherently what's a good lead, what's a bad lead, what even is a lead, right? I mean, it starts in the beginning. And you can tell because a lot of the companies that try and sell them this thing don't even call it a lead anymore. They call it impressions. Right. What's an impression? Well, you could look at the phone book. Those of you who know what a phone book is, you could look at the phone book for half an hour and get, you know, there's a whole bunch of impressions there. But a lead is somebody who will transact with you, ideally in the near future, who you've had a real conversation with, asking real questions, trying to determine how serious they are, how qualified they are, how motivated they are, and if you're a good match. And I think that when you spend your life online a lot, and and there's places for that, certainly, to lead capture and to communicate with people. But when you do that most of your day, you really can lose your ability to seriously communicate and to put leads through a filter and then turn that lead into an appointment and then win the appointment. So agents nowadays think that in order for them to build successful businesses, they primarily have to focus on being uh, good marketers. And I know they're being sold that sold that uh, belief by good marketers, right? Mm-hmm. They don't understand that uh, marketing and real estate, you don't have to, there, there's a disconnect there. So for example, and I'll make this real basic. Um, we give this example a lot, but I think it's something that's, you know, it really does cut through it. If you had to take five listings in the next 30 days, uh, and I, we gave this example a couple of weeks ago, and we did this when we were in front of a group in Iowa. If you had to take five listings in 30 days, it's not what would you do to do it. It's what would you stop doing? And you could, you know, maybe you're going to lose your house if you don't take five listings in 30 days. Or choose you're going your to motivation. Yeah, right. choose your motivation, whether it's going to be the carrot or That's the stick, right? That's part of this, by the way. Yeah, I understand. We're, I'm, try, I'm trying to reel so, it in. I'm yeah. doing my best. Right. I'm with <laughs> right. you. So, so whatever your, you know, whatever it is that takes to get you off your butt, you have to take five listings in 30 days. Um, what are you going to stop doing? And the, the thing it always, it, it's actually, it, 
uh, it makes me laugh, but at the same time, it makes me cry, to be mm-hmm. honest with you, inside a little bit, is they all know what to do. Yeah. And, and then, we, and like, we asked a group that I, I'll never, you know, the facial expressions when I <laughs> press them, do you I remember? remember. Yep. They're like deer in the headline at first. And then they all knew exactly yeah. what they'd have to stop doing. And it was so funny to listen to them feed off, you know, one fed off the other, their comments. Once they started Right. Well, I would stop doing all the (laughs) passive stuff. I mean, I'm summarizing what they said. They said, like, I'd stop doing the Twittering. I'd stop doing the Facebook videos. I'd stop doing the this and the other things. Well, it came down to stop speculating and guessing and running your business on hopium. Right. Exactly. Running their business on basically hopium with the idea that if you do enough social this and the other thing in marketing, that you're going to generate leads. And those leads are somehow going to materialize into closings. And then I and Julie and I had had this very experience. We were driving, you know, to this country club in Des Moines where we spoke to this little group of agents and we passed a for sale by owner, an actual FISBO, right? And this is one of those markets in you know, Des Moines, Iowa, where the market's super hot. It's like that everywhere. And it's like, how many of you, by the way, pass by that very same FISBO? Everyone, because Every it was single a very order. obvious for sale by owner. <laughs> it's in a very the, nice neighborhood, by the way. There was only one way in, one way out to back to this <laughs> it's country in club. in a country club, and, after all. And they all have, must have made, I don't know how many of them actually acknowledged seeing it. Like no, mentally. they looked away. So subconsciously, they may have basically decided to block it. But it's like, okay, so why would you do all this fancy marketing and worry about trying to get all your camera lights right and all this other stuff if your goal is to generate a listing lead and there's a seller who has a sign in the yard right there that says, I need to sell my house. I I honestly don't understand. So that's the difference. With their phone number on it, by the way, (laughs) which you guys also like to complain about. I can't get phone numbers. But that's just an example. And, And there's like, there's dozens of different sources of listing leads like that, uh, that are free. And that, so here we go. I just want to put this because you guys, when you have allow yourselves and it is allow yourself to have this epiphany, there is, you are now thinking about doing all this marketing and online lead generation. And there is a place for that. Please don't misunderstand. Um, but if your goal is to help people and make money, or maybe at, at this point it's to make money, right? Cause you're, you know, you need to make money now and there's a for sale by owner. That's someone who has their hand in there. That's at least one transaction, probably two or three transactions, because you could sell that to your own buyer, and that seller probably has something to, mm-hmm. to, to purchase. And right there, even in Des Moines, Iowa, I bet you that would have been over a million, probably $1.2, $1.3 million to sure. combine transactions, which in, you know, in Des Moines, Iowa would have been at least $30,000, maybe even more. $36,000. And by the way, in today's market, we have shown, and there's been lots of reports showing that for sale by owners that do get listed do sell for more than what the for sale by owner right. was trying to sell well, that's for a in skill most thing. cases and netted the seller more and faster than they could do on their own. But again, the disconnect, what I don't understand, and I do understand why you guys think the way you think, because what I'm asking you to do is put yourself in you know, a mental, emotional, ego harm's way, right? I'm asking you to have a conversation that's going to have to be skills-based, which means you're going to have to learn the skill. I'm asking you guys, suggesting, strongly encouraging you to actually do this type of work because you'll make more money faster than trying to hope and pray and then become one of the 90% that fail out of the business. You guys see there's a disconnect. And that disconnect is being, uh, I think, amplified by all the guys who and gals who sell marketing information to agents trying to convince you that you don't learn have to learn what we're telling you to do, that you have to just learn how to be marketing and wait for the people to call you. Well, every single licensee right now is doing marketing, hoping people pray, praying that people call them and you know, that somehow their clever hooks are going to work to generate a lead. But even when they get that lead, they don't re- they're not really efficient at uh, turning that lead into a transaction, uh, multiple transactions, they can't do it. They don't know how to do it. And that's what a skills-based approach is. Now, I want to be clear. We do see a place for marketing. 
We do see a place for branding. We do see a place for funnels and all the things, but those should not be the first things that you put your effort on unless you're coming into this business with mountains of money where you can basically, you know, waste time and waste money while you figure things out. If that's your situation, which is none of you, then go ahead and try to figure out all the marketing. But for a vast majority of you, you need money now, right? Why don't you learn the skills now now that will generate the money now? Doesn't that just make sense? And and that's something that when I you know, I had this conversation. I don't even know how I led down this. I'm always going to be on some soapbox on our podcast. Mm-hmm. But the reality of it is, is I wonder how many of you guys are listening right now. If you want to make money, if you want to actually turn your business around, if you want to have the business in your life of your, you know, dreams, it's going to come from you ultimately doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. But the real work becomes easier and you're encouraged by it because you're starting to get reinforced from the success you're experiencing from it and you want more of it. It's the same. It's that little dopamine hit when you put up a post on some social networking thing. You're hoping, and, and if someone then responds to your post, you everything's the world stops for you until you get to read whatever that response was. If you like somebody or you put up a post and then somebody likes it, you get a little dopamine hit by it. That's how your brain reinforces the positive behaviors. You could argue whether social is positive or not, but the social networking engineers know that they can essentially make you essentially addicted to uh, posting and reposting and commenting and all the rest of it because you get that little hit. The same thing happens when you start becoming successful. When you start becoming successful at something that you might perceive as being really difficult, then you realize you can do it and you can do it repetitively and it becomes easier. Your brain will reinforce you doing more of that activity because you like how it feels. Well, that's the best part of our Facebook live sessions. Totally. Is when that happens and it's it always is textbook the same way. It's never as hard as you guys have made it out into your heads. Never as hard as you've been ruminating about, procrastinating about, getting ready to get started to someday possibly do something about. But then, you know, you guys come to the Facebook Live for Premier Coaching and you share, you know, we, we spend five or ten minutes on each uh, session called uh, Challenges and Victories. And when you share your challenges, it always starts out the same way, Tim. They'll say, you are not going to believe this. I know. And, and, of course, as coaches, we always believe it because, you know, not only have we coached it forever, but we also lived it. So, yes, we do believe it. By the way, that's our little dopamine hit, if you want to know the truth. <laughs> it is. When we get that, when we see you it's guys awesome. becoming successful successful and experience, experiencing your little epiphanies and your little mental, emotional breakthroughs, that is an unbelievable thrill. We have, you know, over a dozen awesome. coaches that work with us. And mm-hmm. Julie and I, we've been doing this forever and ever and ever. Yeah. Uh, but we still get a massive hit of uh, just happiness and joy and just celebratory. We'd love to celebrate your success for you with you. It's incredible. Well, one of my favorite things to do, and this, this comment comes from you guys on multitude of levels. We just talked about it for sale by owner, but certainly expireds and talking to your past clients, your centers of influence, even getting better at your lead follow-up, getting faster, using real scripts. It always starts out the same way. You're not going to believe this. And this is the success that I got. So my favorite thing to do is to take that as an example. So let's say that you were going to have a net commission of you know, 7,500 from the fact that you just had that victory yesterday. Well, let's say that you're that successful twice a week. Yeah. Okay. So that's worth $15,000 to you times, you know, you, you multiply the math out and your ability that you just discovered that you probably, if you're like normal people, procrastinated and dodged and avoided and made into a big, you know, uh, dramatic event that you, now you have a superpower times your average net commission even on a very conservative uh, level, almost always ends up being worth 
250,000 a year, 500,000 a year. What she's describing is the real estate magic number, which you determine after having- And the scalability of your skill. Yeah, exactly. Which you will, again, the ultimate um, manifestation of the business model that we coach you guys towards is to focus on having a consistent number of listings. Not, you know, your business is not, should not be based on buyers, should not be based on all these other complicated, overly analytical things. It should be based on the number of listings. And we help you to- I know, I know, I know. And we help you to determine what your magic number of listings is. And we want to give you the real estate treasure map for free. We're in the process of updating it, by the way. Trevor is updating it again. He's making it much prettier and cleaning it up. Trevorizing it. Yeah, exactly. He's making it, you know, all the colors match and all this other stuff. Anyway, so we want to give you the real estate treasure map for free. It's a fill in the blank business plan. And the output really is you determining what it is that you, the number of listings you need to have. It's a whole goal setting experience. It's, you know, pretty exhaustive. But it's very uh, when you're compl- when you've completed it, it's very rewarding. And again, I think we need to go through it and make it even better. And it's and effective, it. right? It's effective, right? But here's the punchline: we want to give it to you for free, and all you got to do is text the word "success" to four seven three seven two. Just text the word "success" to four seven three seven two, and it is the way for you to get started and understand the path that we've created for you. And we've created obviously that thousands of other agents have followed over the years. Follow that path, guys. It's going to get you to a point where you're consistently profitable, where you can you really, you can start laughing at some of the gimmicks that are being mm-hmm. sold to agents, not for the sake of the agents being sold gimmicks, but for the sake of the fact that you know you'll never have to actually succumb to buying a gimmick because, and you're no longer shiny, chasing shiny objects because you now know consistently how to generate your own business. And again, if you want to backfill with marketing, if you want to backfill with some passive stuff, do it. But here's what ultimately happens. When you're generating enough net positive income from your proactive lead generation, you aren't even remotely attracted to doing passive lead generation because you're going to think to yourself, well, you know, your, your brain is rewired, right? So Mr. in a marketing company is trying to sell me some branding idea, trying to sell me into buying leads or whatever. But if you know you can create your own leads, if you know that you can create your own leads consistently that will result in a consistent number of listings, a consistent amount of income, you will then start literally laughing at the people that are calling you because you're going to know that you don't need them. You're free. That's the first step that you have to actually being a true business owner. Yes, and our coaching clients love sharing that story too where they'll kind of transcribe you know, so-and-so company called me trying to sell whatever widget. And I said, if your widget is so good, why are you calling me? Yeah, exactly. Right? And they love that because they get it. Well, but that, I mean, that's just, that's the my favorite really, you know, joke ever. It's like Zillow was famous for having these three massive uh, call floors. They had mm-hmm. built and scaled up and it was state-of-the-art, military-grade call floors. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how many people they had working a for lot. them. I, I bet it was that. hundreds. Mm-hmm. I bet it, maybe even a thousand people. Yeah. And all they were doing is cold calling agents every single day and selling them into premier agent. I got your zip code available. We have leads available. They don't do it anymore. They closed all the call floors because they reached a point of saturation and, you know, they pivoted towards iBuyers. But the moral of the story was I always thought it was hilarious how agents would be so willing to buy leads, uh, online leads, that they didn't bridge the mental gap between the fact that the, the person selling them the online lead was doing it over making a phone call. And yet that agent wasn't willing to make phone calls themselves, not even to their own centers of influence and past clients. And yet the people that were selling them these supposedly great you know, leads were making phone calls. Why weren't they able to think, well, the person trying to sell me the passive lead idea was actually doing what I should have been doing in the first place? I know. 
ironic. It's it? ironic. Okay. Well, okay. So uh, the topic is <laughs> your fourth quarter <laughs> meanwhile. plan. Meanwhile, <laughs> back on topic, um, your fourth quarter plan. And Julie, let's get through a, uh, maybe one or two more Just points. Just the first two because they're related. To and I have other. a Zoom in a half hour. So. Okay, gotcha. All right. So yesterday we talked about how many actual work days you've got left and your exercise was to actually figure that out for yourself based on your schedule, your calendar. Think that through. So if you missed yesterday's podcast, get caught up. Point number one on our fourth quarter plus plan for you. We always start out with some mindset type of things. Let's say it's December 31st. This year, right now, it's already, we've been through the holidays, we've done everything. It is December 31st. You are looking back on the year. What three things are you most proud of accomplishing in business and in your personal life? What are the three things you are most proud of accomplishing? That's part of your homework. I want you to think about that. Now, I've, if I'm thinking about coaching clients, a lot of them will say, this has been my best year ever. Here's why I figured this out, this out, and that out. I implemented this and this and that. I've been able to handle more business this year than I've ever handled before. But I will say to you, Jules, the specific assignment that you're giving them here is three very specific yes. drilled down goals, mm-hmm. not sort of emotions. Well, I was working right. that direction. But yes. but so so mm-hmm. drilling down, you know, sure. I'm a, a, I hate things that aren't practical, yeah. right? It drives me crazy. But so from a business perspective, mm-hmm. you would want to say, for example, by between now and the end of the year, which four months, let's say, yeah. go ahead. Well, so we're pretending that we're already there, right? So um, what are your three things? A specific thing would be, I created the pre-listing package. There you go. I know how to use it. I listen to all of the coaching calls that go with it. I implement it every time, like I've been coached to do 100% of the time. I don't have different rules for different people. And as a result, I'm winning more listing appointments than I've ever gone on before. Well, so along those lines, one of the three things that you might want to look back upon in December on, you know, Mm -hmm. celebrating almost New Year's Day, Zoe's birthday, by the way, (laughs) is to uh, have said, I took three listings. I took five listings. I took 10 listings. I'm looking back the last four months and I so, I, I moved heaven and earth in my life and I finally have realized that what Tim and Julie have been saying for all these years mm-hmm. is absolutely true and I'm a proactive lead generator and I'm driving to Des Moines, Iowa right now and I'm going to list that damn FISBO. That's right. And you might say something like, first quarter of this year, I was very buyer heavy. I was very frustrated. I couldn't find inventory. I wasn't winning all the time. And by the end of the year, I have migrated my business towards being a powerful listing agent and I've actually accomplished my magic number. That That's would right. be a significant and specific thing to be proud of. And of course, on the personal side, you know, some of you guys have saved more money this year than ever. Maybe a specific thing is you I, paid off a credit card, a student loan, something like that. I just thought of something funny. What's I that? didn't say this, but I think it will make everybody laugh. Mm-hmm. So and I'm taking you back a couple of weeks. We're in Des Moines, Iowa. Mm-hmm. We're doing that whole thing about, you know, asking them what would they stop doing and whatever. Yeah. I didn't tell you this. At the end, when mm-hmm. people were coming up and saying hi and shaking hands and taking mm-hmm. pictures and we were signing books or whatever, they were uh, – someone said to me about that FISBO, as I used this as an example. Oh. They said to me, well, everybody's calling that FISBO. And I said, really? Mm-hmm. I said, there's 27 of you or whatever in this room. None of you called that FISBO. Right. Your belief that somebody, that other people are soliciting mm-hmm. that FISBO – and here's another question I have for you. What are you doing to, pro- to try to proactively lead generate? Mm-hmm. Or what are you doing to lead generate? I'm buying leads. I'm doing this. I'm doing the other sure. thing. So so you're not telling me that there are not 15 billion other agents that are chasing those exact Which is absolutely same. true. Yeah, absolutely is true. Yeah. You know, and so that's the, it's a mindset issue, but I yeah. thought that was hilarious. It is an interesting comparison, though, because you're right. When they buy leads, somewhere subconsciously, they think it's like 
their lead. And it's that, never. That's why they put it in their it, database I, and drip on it. It's right? worse than that. Okay, yeah. here's the worst than that. Mm-hmm. So when they, when an agent buys a lead from, let's just pick the company. Let's just pick on Zillow. Since we're picking sure. on Zillow. It's easy. So if they buy, a, right? So when they buy a buyer lead from mm-hmm. Zillow, not only is Zillow selling that buyer lead to other agents, but that same buyer actually went to other websites and filled yeah. out other forms. And so that, uh, maybe it's Realtor.com, for example, sure. or one of the billions of other companies that sell mm-hmm. buyer leads. Mm-hmm. And so the Realtor.com is then selling that same buyer lead to the agents that they're buying right. that. And then they went to some other, you know, other website, not the five other websites that whatever. Right. And, and, you know, we could spin this tail up even more that that person was just doing research when they did that. Yeah. And just trying to gather information. And they are for sure going to use their previous agent or they're actually being relocated and told who to use with. They're not even going to respond to anything that they just signed up. Well, for. we know statistically the research is in the, you know, this has been proven that people that are uh, essentially web for, filling out on mm-hmm. o- online, right, are the least qualified of all the leads. So the people that are in the very beginning stages of either the buying yes. or the selling process, mm-hmm. the crappiest leads are what you guys buy. And if you want it, so the point being, I just thought that was, I had that thought popped in my head, the image of the person asking mm-hmm. me that, how amazing it was that they hadn't put all the thoughts together that A, nobody in the room had actually solicited that for sale by owner, and uh, B, all the other things that they're doing are absolutely oversaturated with everyone in the room probably doing the exact same things. It's kind of extraordinary. It's the same reason, for example, I had one of our our new member coaches asking Mm -hmm. me, a new member, Mm -hmm. uh, Michael, he said that he hears a lot about the uh, uh, brokerage sometimes offering in-house coaching and mentoring and all the rest of it as a way of a recruiting tool for new agents. Great. I love Mm -hmm. it. But, you know, and he was saying that sometimes the new agents don't understand that they are then going to be trained and given the exact same, you know, bullets for their gun when going on a sure. listing appointment as every other single agent That's right. in the, their office. And their goal is to differentiate themselves, not to be the same. But, and, but that's... That comes with business maturity and having your butt kicked sometimes because you don't just get your license and know that. That's when you're in unconscious incompetence. You don't know that you don't know that. Right. And until somebody like, you know, our new member coaches points that out where somebody, a good example of that would be, well, why do I want to do your pre-listing package? I, my company already gives us one. You mean right? you and the 300 other agents that have the exact exactly. same pre-listing package, exactly. right? Exactly. But, but not, they don't naturally think well, that Well, it's because they don't realize that when you're competing for anything in life, be it a seller or a buyer, uh, you know, a lady who you're going to ask to marry, you're competing. Life is about competing. Yes. I know competing has become a bad word, but it mm-hmm. truly is. It's a fact uh, of it, life. It's a fact of life. You're competing, right? So you have to, you do it consciously and subconsciously. Nature does it, right? Why is it that in nature, birds are certain colors or, you know, things look the way they look? Because they're competing, right? That's what they're yeah. doing. That's how life works. You have to look at real estate and you have to be thinking in terms of what makes me unique in the marketplace. And if you're doing what everybody else is doing, which is what most of you are doing, you're just the same. You're which like everybody else. Which is the same reason why they ask you to reduce your commission exactly. and why you fall prey to overpricing things. Because exactly. that's your, your act of desperation. And so that goes back to the skills approach. If you know what to say and how to say it, and everybody else is basically dancing around in front of a camera for posting a real estate on, you know, video on TikTok, hoping it's going to attract real estate leads. I mean, those people really are spending a lot of time doing something that will never generate them anything. But psychologically, they're feeling like they're doing something that's going to generate business. And, and look, I get it. I understand why you guys do it. But how much more, how much better would you feel 
in, it, versus doing all that passive stuff, if you'd actually gone and called that for sale by owner and set a listing appointment, followed our scripts, sent the pre-listing pack, uh, pre-qualified that seller, got in the listing, sold the house, sold another house, maybe double into the house that you yeah, just you listed. Mean the seven-step listing process that we exactly. have podcasts on and we coach about and it's in the Harris Rules and it's in the Treasure Map, that I mean, thing. Guys, hopefully all of this should be self-apparent by now. This is the number one listen to daily podcast for real estate agents. In at least the United States, we're listening to in over 60 different countries. So what we're saying must be resonating with a lot of you at a level that uh, maybe some of you don't yet want to admit. It's funny, too, when people join our coaching program, we always have a ton of people that join towards the end of the year. And they always say the same thing. I should have done this earlier. Right. I've been listening to you for years. <laughs> That's weird. I've listened to you guys for a couple of years. I've no, used what you said. Okay. Yeah, exactly. But it's like, it's not that you guys are slow learners. It's just, it's something about your uh, personality that makes you want to suffer before you're willing to give yourself the relief mm-hmm. of following a proven path. It's almost like Julie and I just got done driving around the country for two months. We drove over 8,000 miles with Zoe. What if we'd done that without navigation? I mean, that's what you guys are doing basically when you start your real estate businesses or you take a little bit from there and a little bit from here. You're not actually following a proven plan. Does that really make sense to you? It doesn't, does it? Well, I and back to coaching, I often will have them. Um, usually they don't know what I'm up to, so I'll just share it with these guys where you have two different pieces of paper, just clean sheets of paper, and I'll have them uh, draw point A, and they won't know what we're doing here, but point A, you start there, and you just, I'll tell them, just draw a squiggly line and then end up on point B on the other side of the page. But in between, you're going to, you know, take some detours, some squiggles. Maybe you'll stop and start a lot, and then eventually you're going to end up at point B. Okay, so set that aside. And then the next page, you're going to draw point A, point B, and draw a straight line. What are these things depicting? Well, it's, it's even worse one, than that. The first one is how most people go about life, but also right. running their businesses. They stop and they start. They try. They turn here. They look there. They look for confirmation bias. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. They never get there. They, they probably aren't even going to get to point Ever. B. The squiggly right. line people are never going to get there. Yeah. They go back and forth. It's not a squiggly line that's progressing forward. No. It's a squiggly line that looks like a kind a of jumbled a, mess. a jumbled mess of a circle. Right, which is wasting your time and wasting your money. It doesn't make sense. It just doesn't. And, and yet there's something innate in a lot of people that – and who knows what the psychology is truthfully – but they just don't want to take the quickest, most assured path to accomplishing their goal. They they want to make a, a like an art and science of the needless suffering. And that's again, guys, listen. There's virtually all of you listing the the uh, chances of you surviving long term in this business. The, it's the numbers are against you. And why? It's because of that. It's because you don't do what Julie said, and you don't take the shortest path from A to B. You for some reason want to create this sort of painful you know, continuum of false starts and stops and whatever that never leads you anywhere except where you started again. And in some cases, unfortunately, because you've, you know, bought a lot of these shiny object ideas, it's where you started, but now you're in debt because you have to pay off something that you, you know, thought was going to save the day and win you all these listings or whatever. I mean, this, these are the realities of being in business, but this is the reality of, of being in real in the real estate business. And uh, yeah, I hope all you guys are listening. I hope you're not just filtering what we're saying because we, you know, we're in the coaching and training business. I hope you're understanding the nature of what we're saying, the importance of basically taking a business approach to real estate, realizing that your highest and truest purpose on this planet is being of service to other people. You might not feel that now, but you will when you start transacting because the money is going to almost become the side stream benefit of the innate uh, deep down pleasure uh, 
sense of meaning that you get from helping people. The helping people thing will quickly become, uh, assuming you basically stay in the business long enough, more impactful and motivational than the money. And uh, that's kind of an interesting thing that you learn along the way that hopefully some of you have already experienced yourselves. Mm -hmm. So take action. Don't wait so long. Don't waste so much time and so much money and frustration. Just join our coaching now. Help us to help you straighten that line and shorten the learning curve. So let's go and let's give them one more point, and then I got to get this. Ready for is this is related. So, yep. so point number one was you know looking back on the year, if what three things are you proud of accomplishing? Well, point number two is related. If today was actually December thirty first, and you're looking back now, what is your woulda, shoulda, coulda list? <laughs> if you didn't have fourth quarter plus to correct course. Now, some of you guys are having kick-ass years and you're going to keep it up and you're going to have a lot to be grateful for. But if today was actually December 31st and that was it, it's the end of this year, what's your woulda, coulda, shoulda list? I should have done this. I could have done that. Set Tim and Julie a nice Christmas present. Anniversary present. It's all good. <laughs> Zoe's <laughs> right. birthday present. Hey, if it's December 31st, you still have a few days uh, left. Her birthday's on the 1st of uh, January. That's right. All right, let's give them one more. Okay. It's, well, so it's, it's the woulda, shoulda list under business and, and under personal. personal. But guys, the way to make this work is to be uh, very specific. Like, what do you know that you're avoiding? I ask coaching clients this. If I were to descend upon your office and pop by, you didn't know I was coming, what would you be embarrassed about? What do I think you're doing that you're not doing or that you're no longer doing, especially with our more experienced agents and brokers? What do you fear that I'm going to ask you about that has to do with <laughs> profitability? What are you hiding? You know, stuff like that. And, and sometimes it, it doesn't seem like that big of a thing. I know you've had some coaching calls before with um, longtime coaching clients that did systematize their business, but because they get busy and because they've got a lot of money coming in, they just kind of stopped sending the pre-listing package all the time or they stopped pre-qualifying until something bites them in the butt. Well, my favorite is when I hear somebody say, well, you start out by, you know, prospecting. Mm -hmm. And then when you have enough centers of influence and past clients, you just basically so focus on your centers of influence and past clients. No, that is how you build a business. Oh, don't you don't that. do one spoke, and once the spoke works, you stop doing you it. You abandon it. And then you go on to another one. That's not how you actually build a consistent business. Or the other, this this one's terrible, but so true. Um, I'm going to, you start out by doing, you know, the, the real work of real estate and really, you know, doing the, the FISBOs and the unrepresented owners and the things that are the proactive lead generation things. And once you have enough cash flow, then you start buying your leads. I know. It's like, what? Happens a lot. Yes, it's insanity. Well, and, and then usually what happens is your accountant makes you do a profit and loss. Well. And you discover that it wasn't what you thought. You were doing more units, but you're not making more money. Or they just basically start to not be able to pay their bills, and they yeah. they become so addicted to buying business um, that they don't know how to do anything else. It's a and slippery slope. It's a slippery slope. Mm -hmm. And what happens is, for example, like, you know, you're going to start experiencing the thing that works really good. Most things that work really good work really good for less than a year. I, I mean, there's been, I mean, Julie and, and I, I talked about that this morning. we did. I mean, most things that marketing wise, most things that work, work for, it used to be you could come out with something like, I remember very clearly when Google started doing pay-per-click ads, <laughs> it was over the holidays. I, we were living in New Albany, Ohio. And I remember I read about this Google pay-per-click thing, and I thought, well, how does this work? And I remember I was just screwing around with it. It was super cheap because nobody else was doing it, like, mm -hmm. you know, three cents. And then it was like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> Why are we? And, and then it was, it was maybe maybe a year later that it became oversaturated. Everybody and their brother was doing it. It just was, you know, didn't make sense to do anymore. 
But now it doesn't take a year for a great thing to stop working. It takes like six months and then 90 days because there's all these people that don't know how to do anything other than buy leads. Well, and it doesn't just stop working. You don't wake up one day and go, oh, that's over. It happens gradually, so you don't notice it sometimes right. until it's virtually too late. That's right. Um, so you want to do one more point or do you want to wrap? You're the one with the Zoom call coming oh, up. Oh, you know what? I do have my Zoom call coming up, and I have to get ready for my Zoom Indeed. call because it's a big meeting. And I have to review what the meeting's about because all I remember is I have a Zoom call. I have no idea who it is well, or what it's about. You have to primp and, and spiff up and Exactly. I have to look like I'm not wearing gym clothes. <laughs> yes. Indeed. So. <laughs> oh, hold on. This is an actual Zoom call. The camera's going to be on. I know. I definitely have to clean up. Yep. So, guys, listen. In the meantime, text the word success to 47372. Text the word success to 47372. And I'm going to leave you with this one little tip. Don't, and again, we've been saying this every day, don't start 2022 in 2022. Start 2022 yesterday, last week, today, right? Mm -hmm. If you're planning on losing weight next year, like everybody else and their brother, why don't you start now so when next year rolls around, you've already got half the weight off of you, right? All the things. good habits going into the year instead of resetting when the beginning of the year. If you just do that emotionally, you're going to have so much more energy, so much more motivation. You're going to have so much of a better year next year. You kind of gamed the system by starting. Your year isn't, next year isn't, you know, 12 months. You actually could have a 16-month year because you started your year early. This is a mental trick you can play with yourself that you really should. Every big business is already doing their business planning for first quarter. Every big business is already basically working on next year as if it were next year already. That's how you have to operate as well. So if you guys need us for anything, if you want to talk to Julie and I about becoming one of the members of our EXP group, of course, Julie and I are with EXP Realty. If you're not, um, if you're looking for a sponsor, if you've not chosen your sponsor and you're looking for a sponsor that's going to be very proactive uh, with helping you achieve your success at EXP, and, and that includes everything from real estate sales to obviously sponsoring other agents, we would appreciate the opportunity to, to earn the right to be your sponsor. And you can just text me directly at 512-758-0. 0206-512-758-0206. If you're just getting ready and thinking about joining EXP, which most of you are, and you just want to gather your information and watch some videos, we've made that easy for you too. Just text the letters EXP to 47372. Text the letters EXP to 47372. In the meantime, you guys have a fantastic day and we'll talk with you on the show tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.